We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. move over the defense Ryan let's talk about the keys to to success on defense and it's gonna it's gonna be kind of it's gonna come down to it's very similar on both sides of the ball we've talked about this all week we're not gonna shy away from it now for Notre Dame to be a great team for Notre Dame to be a championship team for Notre Dame to get back to where Notre Dame fans expect them to be yes they need to have good skilled talent there's no doubt and this staff has worked hard to build up the skilled talent but at the end of the day the difference between Notre Dame being a really good 11-2 and two type of team that plays in a New Year's Six Bowl and Notre Dame being a team that can beat Ohio State, win championships, is you've got to be able to go against anybody in the country and say, you can't beat us up front. We're going to beat your butts up front. It's yep. especially true in this matchup because this is not last year's Ohio State offensive line. So key number one, Ryan, is, is, is this right here. It's you have got to shut down, not just hold it to 150 yards, you have to dominate the Ohio State run game. Make them be a one-dimensional football team. Yep. Well, and and they have been a one-dimensional team mostly throughout the last couple of years, except what Notre Dame fans are going to remember and what you should remember is last year when Notre Dame needed to stop the run most, Ohio State was able to absolutely gas you and to be able to just demoralize you in the fourth quarter. That happens, right? Mayan Williams happened in that football game. To your point, Brian, on paper – this is not Ohio State's offensive line from last year. It's not. You you had obviously a top 10 pick at left tackle last year for Ohio State. You had another kid that is now starting in the NFL, albeit an injury, but a really talented player in Dewan Jones at right tackle. You also lost Luke Whipler, who was an all-Big Ten caliber center as well. So this is a new-looked offensive line, still talent there. There's always going to be talent there, but it is not the talent that you had last year. All due respect to Josh Fryer and Josh Simmons, you are not Dewan Jones and Parrish Johnson Jr. You're just not. I know the center is a good young player, but he is not, as of right now, the same caliber of player that Luke Whippler was at this point last year either. Notre Dame has an opportunity to give that offensive line that is young and, or I should say inexperienced and still developing for the most part outside of like Matthew Jones, experienced but still developing, you have a chance to demoralize them early on in this football game. A couple tackles for loss, a couple quarterback hits, and all of a sudden the offensive line is looking around like, oh man, I don't I don't know what just hit us right now, guys. I don't know what hit us. And ultimately, Travion Henderson, 
incredibly talented. I think he's one of the more talented running backs, just physically gifted running backs in college football. Mayan Williams ran down your throat in the fourth quarter last year, was a really good football player. But both those guys have dealt with durability issues at times over the last two years. You can wear them down, is my point. You can wear them down. And Notre Dame has to wear this team down. Usually you talk about that offensive line-wise, right? You want to wear down the opposition. Defensive line-wise, front seven-wise, you need to wear down this Ohio State run game because all due respect to Kyle McCord, and this is going to sound silly because their two best offensive players for Ohio State are Marvin Harrison Jr. and Emeka Buka, arguably. But if your ball's in the air and, and Ohio State becomes one-dimensional, has to throw the football all up and down the field, I, I like our chances. I, yes. I do. I like our chances because the best parts of Notre Dame's defense is also cornerback. The ability that right. they have to stop those guys. Yes, Marvin Harrison Jr. is going to make some plays. Yes, Emeka Buka is going to make some plays. But if they become one-dimensional and Kyle McCord is forced to have to beat you, then I think that that is a recipe for potential success for Notre Dame. So we'll see if it happens. We'll see what happens if they're able to force that issue. But I agree, Ohio State needs to be a one-dimensional team, and you're always going to choose to shut down the run game in this type of offense compared to the passing game. We know that Ryan Day is also one of those coaches where he's not always consistently in favor of establishing the run and sticking to the run. So if they have some struggles early – I wouldn't be shocked if he goes away from it a little bit and he kind of becomes that pass-happy offensive coordinator that he has been in the past. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash Blue Wire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. The game Notre Dame fans have been waiting for all season is here as the Fighting Irish get ready to play the Ohio State Buckeyes. And if you're still looking for tickets to this titanic battle, game time is the place for you. They take the stress out of buying tickets. Game Time is the fast and easy way to buy tickets for all the sports, music, comedy, and theaters near you. With killer deals on last-minute tickets and their best price guarantee, you can stop stressing over the tickets and start getting hyped for the fun you'll have. Forget planning months in advance. Game Time has deals on tickets right up to the day of the event. Get exclusive flash deals on tickets for football, basketball, baseball games, concerts, comedy shows, theaters, and more. The Game Time Guarantee means you'll always get the best price. If you find tickets in the same section or and row for less, Game Time will credit you 110% of the difference. It's the fastest growing ticket app in the country for a reason. Get images of your seat before you buy so you know exactly what to expect when you arrive. Buy tickets in a matter of seconds, two taps, and you're set. Tickets are sent directly to your phone so you never have to dig through your email. Snag the tickets without the stress with Game Time. Download the Game Time app, 
Create an account and use code IRISH for $20 off your first purchase. Terms apply. Again, create an account and redeem code IRISH for $20 off. Download the GameTime app today. Last-minute tickets, lowest price, guaranteed. That's GameTime.co. When you look at this, Ryan, I'm, I'm, I'm doing the math here now. So you look at their two losses last year, their two losses from 2021, their loss from 2020 in the playoff, their last five losses. Ohio State has averaged 120.2 yards per game on the ground. It, it, it's it's not to say, oh, if you shut down their run game, it makes it, they, they can't throw the ball on you. No, they, they can throw the ball. The, yep. the thing you need to do is you need to keep them in into where you know it's coming. And and you're able to dominate the line of scrimmage. And here's the thing too: you can't shut down the run game. So when you talk about shut down the run game, what does that mean? Well, I mean, it means you need to keep like just they're they're not able to get anything going. I mean, they're 110 yards. Oh, but but Ohio State, Michigan, two years ago, yeah. where it was like C.J. Stroud actually has pretty good passing numbers. But right. if you watch that football game, that's all they had. That's the only offense they had that entire football game. They made things difficult. That's the key. Same thing happened against Oregon that same year. Right where they ran for 120 yards. I mean, they lost that game, yep. uh, 35 to 28. C.J. Stroud threw it through for a ton of yards that game against Oregon that day, and and 484 yards and three touchdowns. But they lost 35 to 28 because they couldn't run the football. They were able to get their yards, but Oregon was able to do enough to make stops. But it also means you can't do that. So what we're not saying is, okay, put eight nine guys in the box, do whatever it takes, sell out to stop the run. If you have to do that, you're going to get destroyed. I mean, that, what, what it means is you've got to dominate at the line of scrimmage. You've got to dominate their tackles on the edge because Ohio State likes to run the ball on the edge. They're not a real – they're just – they haven't been a real physical run-it-down-your-throat team. Even last year, Ryan, when you watch Ohio State running on Notre Dame, a lot of the stuff they were gashing Notre Dame with were stretch plays. They were just kind of working for width, leaning on Notre Dame, getting their backs downhill and letting them cut and get eight, nine yards, ten, ten yards, things like that. They weren't like ripping Notre Dame up with with oh gosh for this forty yard run that forty yard run it was just leaning on Notre Dame and just constantly being in you know second and four second and two uh, I'm trying to remember Ryan I believe it was the drive that really put the game away I'm actually going to look it up right now but I believe the drive that put the game away it was a fourteen play drive and I get uh, one two fourteen play drive Ohio State faced one third down in that drive one. Yeah. They even had a second and 15 at one point in time. But here, here's what they did. It was five yards, seven yards, four yards, three yards, 12 yards, four yards, 11 yards, 11 yards, nine yards, five yards, 15 yards, 12 yards, zero yards, two-yard touchdown. It was just boom, boom, boom. It wasn't the big plays. It was they just four yards, five yards, six yards. They did to Notre Dame what we're saying Notre Dame needs to do to them this year. And but you've got to be able to do it with your with your base defense. You've got to be able to do it by winning at the line of scrimmage, forcing their running backs to bounce when they don't want to bounce, to cut back before they're ready to cut back. Let your linebackers fly to the ball because if Notre Dame safeties have to make a lot of plays near the line of scrimmage against the run, then this is going to be a long day. Now I'm not talking about like them making plays on stretch plays where the the ball's been declared and they're playing down the alley. What I mean is, if you have to ins- if you have to trigger them right away to get enough numbers to shut the run game down, then you're in trouble. You may you may keep them to 125 yards rushing because you've had to do all that, but I promise you they're going to score a lot of points because they're going to be ripping off 
big pass play after big pass pass play. You know, Kyle McCord mainly throw for 320 yards, but he's going to do it, Ryan, by going like 18 of 25, right? Like that's what's that's what it's going to look like. Because when in those games that you and I talked about where, where C.J. Stroud put up a lot of passing yards, he did it because he had to throw the ball a ton. You know, 484 yards against Oregon. Man, he needed to throw it 54 times. You know, he threw for 395. Yeah, he threw for 394 yards against Michigan, but he needed 49 pass attempts to do it. You know, that's the difference. Last year, he threw for 349 yards against Michigan, but he needed 48 pass attempts to do it. Because the more time, and that's with C.J. Stroud, the you know, the number two pick in the draft, who was a, a one of the five best players in college football the last couple of years. Yep. So if you can put that kind of pressure on Kyle McCord, where he has to carry this team, that increases your chances of success. And it really gets down into, Ryan, number, point number two, uh, which is if you're able to, to control the run game the right way, meaning you're winning at the point of attack, what does that also mean, Ryan? It means you're you're going to be able to be more effective getting pressure on the quarterback, especially with your box players. And that's point number two. And we've said this, Ryan, you cannot allow Kyle McCord to get comfortable and feel protected in the pocket. You can't. Yeah. Well, I mean, because I, I wouldn't call him a statue necessarily, right? But like he is a pocket quarterback that wants to stay on his spot consistently. That's what he wants to do. What did those kids hate to do? And this isn't just the Kyle McCord thing. This is a style style point is that they don't like to move up their spot. They don't want to reset their platform. They want to work their three, five, seven. They want to hit the top. They want to get the ball out of their hands. That's what you want to do. Kyle McCord has a good arm. He's, he's a strong kid in the pocket. All those things are great, but he is not a player that I want to see consistently moving off my spot a ton, having to reset. That's what you want to do. And Notre Dame has not been consistent as a pass rush team yet. There's been some really good moments, but they've not been a consistent team. This has to be the one where you send four and you're able to get to the quarterback at times. You have to. This is a hopefully a Jordan Patello type of game. This is hopefully that type of yeah. Javante Jean Baptiste in a revenge game. You know, maybe he gets after it a little bit. The a couple of the spots that you feel worse about on the offensive line is at the tackle position, right? Like you have a young center. I think the center is going to end up being a really good football. I love Carson Hinsman's talent, man. Yeah. I do. I'm with you. I, I think Hinsman, redshirt freshman, so there's going to be some growing pains, but I think eventually he's going to be a really good football player for Ohio State. Matthew Jones is rock solid at guard, nothing special, but super solid. I think that Donovan Jackson's your most talented offensive lineman that you have up front, but Josh Fryer is probably better suited inside playing right tackle, and Josh Simmons is a transfer from San Diego State that didn't even play that well at San Diego State, if we're being honest right. with ourselves, right? That is the weakest point of this offensive line right now is the two tackles. So Jordan Batelho, Javante Jean-Baptiste, Joshua Burnham, the outside pressure, like you need to be able to create that in this one. If you're able to get some interior pressure too, it's awesome. You should be able to as well in certain instances. But the outside track kids, the Jordan Batellos of the world, you need to be able to finish yep. at the quarterback, man. And finishing at the quarterback doesn't mean necessarily you don't have to get sacks, but you need to affect this guy consistently on a snap-to-snap basis as a passer. Make yep. him see it right make him worry about it make it in the back of his mind and i think that you have a chance to rattle mccord as he's still a young quarterback i mean this is what their fourth game of the season right notre no. dame's fifth so he's started now this will be his fifth career start at ohio state so he's still a relatively well not relative he's still an inexperienced quarterback right. on the college level you still have a chance to be able to rattle him a little bit in this one and even if kyle mccord doesn't get rattled 
right? Like I agree with you, Ryan. I'm I, I'm going to go further. I don't care if you're a fifth year senior. I don't care, and, and and I'm this is true for Sam Hartman. If Ohio State is in his face all day, hitting him, forcing him to get rid of the ball quickly, all those type of things, he's not going to play well. I don't care who the quarterback is. You don't do well when you're consistently getting pressured, and that's going to be a big key. And edge success is so important for Notre Dame in this game for two reasons, Ryan. You need to be able to pressure the quarterback off the outside, number one. You've got to do so while also not just eliminating any potential to to prevent the quarterback from stepping up and out. Uh, But the other part, too, is, as I said, they like to do – they're doing a lot more like 12 personnel, trying to add extra gaps to the edges to be able to get their stretch run games going. You have to be stout on the edge and not let them stretch you. You know, force those cutbacks early where your linebackers and your backside D-line can pursue. And all those things that you talked about are important. The edge has to play well. But the interior has to – have their best game of the season, in my opinion. And it's got to yep. be more consistent. Howard Cross, just keep doing what you're doing. Riley Mills has prob when he's on, he's been their des- best defensive lineman this year. When he's on. He, he's he's unblockable when he's playing his best. Ball. Yes. Yeah. And he needs yep. to be that this year. And we've seen we've seen stretches of it this season. And but the other thing too, Ryan, is the way that Ohio State runs, they're they're going to want to take advantage of your interior guys by getting seals on them and cutting inside, right, on stretch plays and counters and misdirections and things like that. But the interior guys can be key to shutting that down. But they're also – I've said this a million times as a quarterback, the, the, I, the worst thing for a quarterback is when that pressure is coming right up in your face. The worst thing is you, you can have as a quarterback. And they're going to be successful there. I made a, I made a comment the other, the other day in a show here, Ryan, where – I believe by the end of the year, the interior offensive line for Ohio State is going to be much better this year than it was last year. I, I, I believe that Donovan Jackson is going to be a better version of himself. I think by season end, Carson Hinsman is going to be. We're going to be talking about him next year as a, you know, preseason All First Team Big Ten guy. You know that, Ryan. You and I have talked about him on our show a bunch of times. And Notre Dame was recruiting him. Big Carson Hinsman fan, and like you said, Matthew Jones, rock solid. But they're still going through what the Notre Dame interior is going through. They're still trying to get on the same page. Those are trying to get the timing down because they are kind of working together for the first time. I think Matthew Jones has been back from right to left his career. You've got a new center in the middle. You can't let him get comfortable either because the same thing that you just said about Kyle McCord is what I would say about Carson Hinsman is if you got a center that's just like, like think about what Ohio State did to Zeke Carell last year. They had him spinning. I mean, he, he didn't know where stuff was coming from. You need to have a similar type of effect in this game as well, where you really take advantage of Carson's uh, lack of experience because eventually he's going to be a star. You just can't let his breakout party be this Saturday at Notre Dame Stadium. You know what I mean? And that's why I say also up the middle also is very important in in a place where you can have some success because they are still in a a line that's gelling, just like Notre Dame's line. I mean, If you go break Notre Dame down, it was game four that they really had sort of their, okay, this is the best they've played as a unit. You can't let Ohio State have that same sort of game four breakout. And and uh, it's going to be a big part. And it's true, Jason Onye is part of this. Gabriel Rubio is going to be part of this. I imagine Donovan Heinish has earned some reps for how he played the last couple games. And as long as Al Golden uses them correctly – meaning don't ask Donovan Heinish to eat up the A-gap against 300-plus-pound linemen, let him penetrate and attack, I do think they can have some success. And if Notre Dame can win up the middle, Ryan, that's their best opportunity to do one and two together. Shut down the run game and pressure Kyle McCord. Get him uncomfortable. Because if you can get him to throw four or five passes off of his back foot, I promise you 
one of them's getting picked. I mean, that's and that's true for Sam Hartman. If Ohio State can do that to Sam Hartman, it's going to happen to Sam Hartman just because that's just the nature of, of pressure against a quarterback. Don't you love an extra $100 in your pocket? Have a TurboTax expert file your taxes for you by March 31st to get $100 back instantly. Because no matter what moves you made last year, TurboTax makes them count. That means getting $100 back and 100% accurate taxes only from Intuit TurboTax. Must file by 331. Credit only applicable to federal filing fees with TurboTax full service. Offer can be modified or terminated at any time. That's point two. Leads to point three, Ryan, is you've got to limit big plays. Uh, We have an Ohio State fan in the chat who said something earlier that's very true, and this is especially true for Notre Dame. He talked about being able to tackle in space. Uh, Notre Dame has got to limit, in these points three and four, Ryan, we talked about let's put them together as well because I think they go together, is you've got to make Ohio State earn their yards. Don't give them 40-yard runs because you missed a gap. Don't give them 30-yard gains because you didn't wrap up in space or you missed in space or you you blew a coverage. If Marvin Harrison just goes and outplays, I'm going to predict right now, Marvin Harrison is going to at least make two plays tomorrow where he just outplays Benjamin Morrison or Cam Hart for the football, and he's just going to make that play. He's that good. Emeka's going to have a couple plays like that. That's okay. That's going to happen. You've got to make him earn all of those yards, though. Make Travion Henderson play the game of his life. Don't don't be gap unsound and turn him loose on a play where you're like, guys, how did you how did you how did you both go in the B gap and let him just cut back in the A gap like that? Right. You've got to be sound. You've got to tackle in space because that's going to limit the big plays. Because the same thing that's true of Notre Dame against the Ohio State defense is true of the Ohio State offense against the Notre Dame defense. They are not going to nickel and dime Notre Dame all the way down the field and score possession after possession after possession after possession it may happen a couple of times i mean heck remember the uh rose bowl a couple of years ago ryan when notre dame went like 15 plays and just went right down alabama's throat and scored a touchdown they did that once they tried to do it the whole game worked once <laughs> you, you lost by you know you lost 31 14 and it wasn't a competitive game you're gonna have to generate big plays notre dame has to limit the big plays and especially limit the big plays that aren't earned Make Marvin Harrison jump over Cam Hart and, hey, you know what, man? Tip your cap. You're a phenomenal player. Good luck in the NFL next year. You know what I mean? It, it, but don't give him cheap plays where your safety blew a coverage and he's catching the ball with no one near him. You can't do that kind of stuff on Saturday. And that's where Ohio State can get you in trouble with some of their scheme stuff is if you're not getting pressure on the quarterback and they're able to get into some of their downfield scheme stuff, then you are going to turn guys loose, which is also why the pressure is so important. Because if you can consistently pressure the quarterback, it's harder for them to get into some of their mesh, longer, longer across mesh stuff and their high, low stuff down the field. They can't run that post over concept if the quarterback's got a dude in his face, right? It just won't work. And, and so that's why it's important, but you've got to make them earn their yards, Ryan. You've got to tackle well. You've got to be gap sound. You've got to be coverage sound. Don't give them cheap yards. That's a huge, huge key in this game. Well, I I think for me, it's like when I look at the Ohio State offensive weapons that they have, Marvin Harrison is a great wide receiver. Does things well before and after the catch. He's obviously got that long frame, 6'3", 6'4", big catch radius. He extends for the football incredibly well down the football field. He's a really good route runner. 
but I wouldn't call Marvin Harrison Jr. the most dangerous after catch player of all time. Like that's not really his game. Yeah. I think the players that are really going to signify how Notre Dame played defensively are going to be Emeka Buka and Travion Henderson are the two players that I think when you look at their stats and not just raw stats as far as how many yards rushing each player has or receiving, it's the after catch and the after contact that I think that's really going to symbolize what this game looks like, right? Travion Henderson is a player that if you make a mistake, you miss a tackle, he could go 60. That's where it is. Mm-hmm. We saw Emeka Buka last year, one bad angle, 50 yards for a touchdown. And that's his game. He's an after catch dynamo. You cannot allow those types of hidden yardage. It's like, you know, if if a guy has one catch for 50 yards and he just caught a ball 50 yards down the field and made a play to your point, that's, that's great, right? Like that's, that's fantastic, but it can't be a Mecca Buka caught a five yard out in an RPO look. And then he went 40 for a touchdown, right? That's where that's the difference. You have to eliminate explosive plays after the catch and after contact. You cannot allow them to have those second effort plays. Right. And that does come down to the Ohio State fan that was – was it Rizzo was in the chat? Yes, Rizzo who, said who, it, yeah. Yeah. So Rizzo – I mean, it was a great point. You cannot allow a lot of extra yardage in this football game right. for Ohio State. You have to keep – if Emeka Buka has 10 catches for 60 yards and that's just where he was catching the football at – that's great. You can't let allow 60 yards turn into 90 or right. 100 yards. And, so that's and, the and his point was both ways, right? Like yeah. Ohio State can't allow that against Notre Dame. They can't allow Chris Tyree to catch a five-yard cross route, get to the corner, and go for 60, right? They can't have a bad coverage assignment and, and allow Chris Tyree to just run by him unscathed. They've got to make sure that the help is there. Those, those are the things you talk about. And Notre Dame's going to have to limit that, Ryan, in this game. There's no question about it. It's like I was watching the Maryland game from last year. Right. And and Ohio State was going to have success against Maryland. But what you can't do is is I think it was their first or second touchdown of the game. They blitz off the edge and nobody covers Travion Henderson on a swing route. He's just all by himself. You can't do that. Of course, he's going to go for a 40 yard touchdown. You're not going to, you know, like those type of things. You can't allow them to make those type of plays to your point. And it's a coaching thing, too. Right. Like, don't when Marvin Harrison's in this slot. Don't ask Joe DJ Brown to cover him one on one because you're bringing seven, right? That's on you, right? That's like when we're watching USC back in 2011 and Low Woods in the game, and you're going one on one against him and Marquise Lee or Robert Woods, and you're like, "This is a touch." I'm, I remember that Tim O'Malley and I have joked about that. Like the whole press box looks at each other and we're all like, "Y'all see that, right? Like this is about to be a touchdown." Like we all were like, "This is not going to be good," and boom, touchdown, right? It also comes down to your to your your coach making sure he's putting your players in the best positions as well. If you have to, you know, if 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 one of your corner goes corners goes down and you have to bring in Chris Grandfield, don't go cover zero double safety blitz on the first play because you know where Ryan Day is going on that very next play. He's gonna go at Christian Gray with Marvin Harrison or Mecca Buka. Right. That's, like that's what coaches are called to do, man. Five right, weeks spot. Right. Weeks spot. Yep. And and so it's also about Yes, you've got to be aggressive. You've got to do all those things. You've got to create some pressures. You've got to create mistakes. This isn't just to sit back and play your base defense game either, right? Yeah. You've got to mix it up well, but it comes down to the coaches have to do a good job of putting them in position to limit those big plays, and then the players need to execute. And if you can do that, you got a shot to keep them in check, right? Because yeah. you do have an inexperienced quarterback. You don't have a great offensive line right now. You can't allow them to – to neutral, you can't allow them to negate that disadvantage by getting cheap plays. Can't allow that to happen. Special teams, Ryan. 
same as always do no harm teams week i think it's really do no harm don't give up cheap plays win the field position battle but this is one of those games where the difference could come down to can one of these two teams make a big play right and and in you look at the game last year against Clemson. What was it that that really got that game broken open early and got the Notre Dame crowd just going crazy? Clemson's first possession of the game, first possession of the game, blocked punt, touchdown. And the, and the Notre Dame crowd never shut up after that. I mean, they were nuts from the rest of the game, right? If that happens in this game, great. I'm not predicting it, but, but I, this is a game where something like that, a missed field goal or the opposite, a big play, a big return that gives your offense a short field, a, a big return to get you points, limiting those plays on the other side. Uh, special teams in games like this that we believe is a is a really fairly balanced matchup. Notre Dame has advantages in some areas. Ohio State has advantages in some areas. It can oftentimes come down to whose special teams makes the most plays. Do you remember the 2015 Fiesta Bowl? One of the, the more underlooked parts of that game is Notre Dame was starting like their own 12, their own 15, like every time Ohio State scored because the coverage just ate Notre Dame up, right? And so you've got to you've got to make sure you're not letting that happen to you, but then doing that to them on the other side is making them work, winning the field position battle and when that chance comes to make a play, that one time that their kicker kicks a kicks a line drive to your punt returner, that one time he, he he kicks the ball to the middle and kick return when he was supposed to kick it to the left. That one time they make a mistake, you got to make a pay for it. And that's that could end up being a big key to this football game, right? Yeah, I mean, I it, it's it, it, we talked about this on Monday, right? As far as like the, the special teams, or sorry, on Tuesday we talked about this that special teams can be the differentiator in this type of game. Like this could be the difference because we know everyone's going to want to talk about Notre Dame's offense versus Ohio state's defense, Ohio state's offense versus Notre Dame's defense. But we know that in these games, if Notre Dame is winning a football game, 41 to 17, no one's going to talk about the missed field goal after the game, right? Because you dominated and you didn't need it to win. You didn't need that one to be a deciding factor in a football game. But in a game against Ohio State, that field goal is needed. You need to knock it down. I, I don't care if it's 59 yards, right? Like you need to be able to knock that one in. Bryce McPherson, who's looked really good so far, in my opinion, in the opportunities that he's gotten as the punter, this is a game where it's awesome that you were really good as a punter against NC State. And it was awesome that you've done some nice things with punting in the first four games in general. But can you make that booming punt or nick knock one in down inside the 20-yard line or directional punt against Ohio State when the game matters, where field position matters so much more? That's a differentiator. That A lot of time, that is the make it or break it. That's why a lot of good football teams that we've seen have quietly just had really good and sound special teams, right? Like it doesn't have to be a, you know, you have a future NFL kicker that's going to kick in the NFL for 10 to 12 years, but like a guy that is going to make his kicks consistently, the ones that you set him up for, and a punter that is not going to kill you. Notre Dame is going to have enough battles this week against a really good Ohio State team. You cannot shoot yourselves in the foot by bad mistakes in a, a part of the football game that is going to be magnified comparative to what it is other games. This special teams is more important this week than it was against Tennessee state. That's point blank period for me. It's more important. It is because it could end up being the difference between winning a football game, losing a football game, 
and and everything in between. Notre Dame needs to be sound and good and consistent. Spencer Schrader's got a huge leg. This game is about consistency, though. Bryce McPherson yeah. has a huge leg, but this game is about consistency. Yeah. No missteps, no hurting yourselves, no shooting yourselves in the foot. Play a clean football game. Ryan, I, I think your point there was great. And I love this before we go into the predictions. You do not look back with regret in that game when you won 41 to 17. And man, I wish I would have made that one field. I mean, a competitor will, but it's not something that haunts you 20 years from now, right? What yeah. haunts you 20 years from now is that game where you you lost by a point or a field goal or two points or whatever. And you think about, man, if I just would have made that one block, if I would have just made that one catch. If I would have just made that one tackle, if I would have made that, if I would have just caught that one pass that hit me right in the hands, you know, if, if you know, I mean, it, it's all those type of things, right? It's, it's, yep. it's that leads to that. And, and so you, you play clean football and when the opportunities are there take advantage, because that's what often determines who wins or loses when you have two really good football teams on the field. And that's yep. what we have on Saturday. <laughs> I'm Mark Chapman. Welcome to the Planet Premier League podcast. Each week, Cesc Fabregas, Nader Manua and myself talk all things Premier League. As a player, you don't have time to talk. No. You don't have time to make a plan. You just need to deal with wave after wave after wave. We watched Coach Carter and he said, oh, afterwards, the game's just about doing this for your teammates. And I remember looking around halfway through the film and half the squad was asleep. <laughs> Planet Premier League. Listen wherever you get your podcasts.